Dark save for light being cast from the big TV screen and the imminent sunrise that's teasing the one starry sky with whispers of morning. George, how are you? Lines, I'm doing pretty well. How about yourself? Doing good. Doing, um, not like unicycle balancing on a candy cane in space, good, <laughs> but like, you know, good. Sentient unicorn balancing on a candy cane in space. Unicorns now? That like that immediately like it went oh. from insane to wrong and insane, but yeah. somehow still believable. Uh, right? Yeah. No. The fact that my brain didn't immediately reject that and be like, "No, you screwed that up." It's it's probably. I mean, this this game's pretty out, literally and figuratively out there. <laughs> <laughs> so before we dive into Uniracers, um, I want to uh, do a rare address directly to the audience. So, uh, like, we have a Patreon for this. Well, I have a Patreon as podcaster. Um, and we do polls sometimes like, hey, vote on like a movie or a game that we should play. Uh, and there's a public one on Patreon right now. So you don't have to give us money. You can just go and like decide what terrible movie we should watch. So go. It's patreon.com slash lines and beta. There's a link in the show notes. There's actually something in the show notes that's like worth checking. I know. Um, <laughs> yeah. Go vote and and we'll watch terrible movie and, and make fun of it. Um, yeah. I think I think Doom's on the list. I, I'm pulling for Doom. God, personally. I, I so hope it's Doom. I really do because <laughs> I've been kind of wanting to rewatch that, and like I would love for the internet to like help. It, it's kind of like when you're out with a, a good friend and you're like, ah, oh, no, I really shouldn't have a second slice of pie, and they're like, no, go on, you deserve it. Like, <laughs> I, I, I need the internet to do that for Doom. Or, or like when you're at a party and, you know, it's or with a group of people and they're like, where do you want to go to eat? And you're like, you know, you don't want to be there. So you're like, oh, we could go anywhere. You're like, I'll, I'll make anything work. But you're like, like, you know, like, like, please, Panera, please, Panera, please, Panera, please, Panera, please, Panera. And people are like, I'm thinking Panera. And you're like, oh, man, that's cool. I mean, I'm, I'm, oh, yeah. I'm totally flexible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I could do whatever, but I'm definitely going to get one of those cinnamon crunch bagels. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, so Uniracers, this was, uh, so this one was a suggestion from you specifically because we, we were discussing it and you were like, I, I would like, I think you said like, I want to actually play, play Uniracers. Like I, I want to get like a discussion going on this because yeah. of how unique the game is. And I can now see where you were coming from. Yeah. And okay. So I think I've been like, every time we've been like, Oh, you know, one of us is traveling or we're busy or whatever. Like we need something that's a little bit lighter. I've been like, we could play Uniracers. Like I kind of still want to play Uniracers. And it's like, it just, we just kept kicking that can down the road. And now that we've spent two weeks on it, I'm like, ah, this game is so weird. <laughs> like, it's so weird. And so um, I want to get to your, because like I, I didn't play it. I don't have a nostalgia experience for it. Um, but, uh, and I want to, I want to hear your nostalgia experience for it, but I actually had literally just recently a, a experience with it where I got somebody else's nostalgia for it. Nice. Um, which was just funny you, because you're like, like a you nostalgia know, vampire. Like you ate their nostalgia. It's like they had nostalgia and I, and I didn't have nostalgia, but I, but I had this microphone. See, here's the mic and my mic reaches. And <laughs> was it? There will be blood anyways. Uh, yes, um, yeah. But yeah, no. So I just said, uh, somebody said like, Oh, what are you guys doing for the podcast? And I was like, Oh, you know, we're, we're doing uh Uniracers. And they like looked dead into the camera. And they're like, I love that game Whoa. so much. And I was like, <laughs> 
Okay. I didn't expect to like step on any toes. I mean, sure. Like, uh, yeah. And they're like, oh yeah, no, that game's amazing. It's amazing. And I was like, well, and I kind of like gave them a little bit of a primer for, you know, like some of like the, my thoughts on it. And they were just kind of like, uh-huh. Yeah. That's why I loved it. And I was just kind of like, I'm going to, we're going to, it's fine. It's good. It's good. <laughs> So I'll be interested if they listen to this episode, if we then made a loyal fan or if they hate us forever. <laughs> both. It's probably going to be both. Like, probably, like... Yeah, a little, little bit of both. <laughs> so my nostalgia goggles for Uniracers is um, kind of like the 90s stereotype writ large where I didn't own this game. I didn't know anyone who owned this game. And I have no memories of playing this game with anyone else but I can tell you exactly how this game came into my life, which was the blockbuster near my house. There it is. Yes. So like I would, you know, get good grades or I'd have some pocket money or whatever. And I would go to blockbuster and I just, I have vivid memories of just being like, eh, I don't know. Nothing looks good. Let's get Uniracers again. So like I probably <laughs> rented this game enough times that I should have just like gone 10 weeks without renting it and just bought it. Mm. So like, my my mental image going into this game is how many times I was like, I, I can play Uniracers again. Like, I could totally play Uniracers again. Now, after having played it, I'm like, maybe this is why I never bought it. <laughs> and I just rented it because <laughs> it's like, it's, it's junk food. Like, it's really yeah. good in like a small bite. And then after that, you're like, ah, I, I need a minute. I'm going to go eat some vegetables. <laughs> And that's pretty much exactly how I played this game. Cause I was like, all right. And you know, I was like kind of like starting to pick up what they, what it was laying down. And then I was just kind of like, I, I literally I was, because I was in the select window and my finger was hovering over, like starting another <laughs> track. And, 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 and it was almost like there was like, like a, an invisible specter over me, like holding my finger up off of the button. I was like, I'm just going to go do anything else. You know, <laughs> it wasn't bad. I wasn't frustrated or angry. I was just kind of like, I can't. Yeah. Anyways. Um, well, yes. Yeah, so, so hang on. Before we jump into the sections proper, um, we don't usually go out of our way to describe the what a game is. Um, I feel like it's appropriate for this game. Like what defines a game? No, like what this like because everybody knows oh. like what Mario is and like what Zelda ah, is. Like but, what the, what the actual game is. Yeah. So you are a sentient unicycle. Yes. That races on a like a, a beam, like a almost like a circular like bounce beam that mm -hmm. is uh kind of candy cane striped, uh mm -hmm. that appears to be floating in like the the oh god, what is uh what do they call the zone they seal Superman in? Uh Phantom Zone. Yeah, it so it looks like you know geometric shapes from the Phantom Zone. <laughs> and uh like that's that's what happens, yep, and and there that's... there may be a story. I don't have the instruction manual for this game, but and I kind of don't want to know, like, because I'll bet there's some really lame '90s story. But like, that's it. Like, you are a sentient unicycle in geometric space. Yep. No, I mean it. Literally, if anybody wants to get to to, to understand the entirety of the depths of this game just look at the cover art that's all you need like it's it's just it literally does what it says on the 10 yeah. and that and that's it i mean like with all the other games we played like you look at the cover art and it does give you some kind of an idea of what you're getting into but that's just it man it's just you know it's yeah. it's just unicycles man that's unicycles racing on candy canes in space 
So with that, um, <laughs> I think we could talk about the visuals, which is um, they're the visuals that are pixel art are good. And then everything that's 3D is like gut wrenchingly terrible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So to, for me, like the, the pixel art, um, one of the, one of the choices though that they did make and we, we, we kind of just touch on it, is like so sentient unicycle right and i apologize in advance for how many times i say how many times i'm going to say unicorn like just so brace up for that we, we, you've changed it now because you only did it once so far i know right no i'm just i'm, I'm, I'm calling the shot it's gonna get bad um because i've i've, I've almost done it four times <laughs> um but anyway so yeah you're sentient unicycle but i thought that that was actually a really good call from the visual standpoint because obviously this entire game is about like doing rad tricks and flips and all that fun stuff on your unicycle right but they tried to animate an, a human or anything on the unicycle there's no way they would have been able to do that elegantly you know no and you because you're trying to do tricks like tricks are core to the game mechanics if there was a human on the unicycle every time you screwed up a trick I don't know if you've ever seen somebody fall off a unicycle, but it's not graceful. We, and, we, we, we had that same friend in, in college. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen people eat it on unicycle. Yeah, and, and you don't recover quickly. So it would, no. it would take a lot of the fun out of a racing game if there was a 90-second, like, rubbing your, your forearm going like, ah, before you could, like, get back on your unicycle and resume the race. Yeah, yeah, no, like, that would, that would be pretty... Uh, it would definitely take away some of the mystique of, you know, like, like, oh, yeah, you know, I just jumped up in the triple axle super spin, whatever. And then, you know, because when you duff it in this game, it just kind of almost does like a it's a tire screech. But it's almost like a record scratch where it's like, it, you know, and then you just immediately recover, yeah, you know, yeah, and then life is fine again. Yeah. So, uh, so no, I thought of that because when I thought about it at first, I was like, this is weird. <laughs> it made me feel weird. And I, I was like, am I, am I high right now? I'm pretty sure I'm not, but. And yet you know, here's these sentient unicycles. <laughs> yeah. So none of that, something's not adding up. Right. But, uh, but yeah, so, so, but then when I thought about it, I was like, well, no, because what's the other option is to actually, even if they did something, you know, whereas it, it was like, you're an alien. And so they could do like a very simplistic alien. It's just, it would make it busy, way busier than what you need, need it to be. Cause you just need the unicycle, you yeah. know? Yeah. Which is, oh my God, that would re can you take a second to recognize how weird of a sentence that was? <laughs> really, you just need the unicycle. <laughs> and yet feel, you are absolutely correct. <laughs> I feel like that that's the the end or the beginning of like a smash cut in Ocean's Eleven. You know, like <laughs> all we really need is the unicycle and like Brad Pitt sitting there like eating a, a club and like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, you know. <laughs> yeah. And then later it's like you come into the scene where the unicycle's in the scene, but you didn't get to see how they used it. And then you're like, ah, what did they do with the unicycle? <laughs> um, so here's the thing. Uh, I agree with you that the, like animating a person or a, let's say a rider, right? Animating mm -hmm. a unicorn on top of the unicycle would be weird. Oh, no, that's going to help. That's yeah. going to help a lot. <laughs> yeah, do you like that? <laughs> um, that? That would be, it would be weird and it'd be distracting and it would necessarily change the way the the racing took place um that being said 
for all of the terrible 3D in the logo and in the level select screen, because it's so bad. It's so yeah. 90s shader 3D. God, it's awful. It's awful. It's awful. Um, but the the little uh, expressions, I don't know what else you could possibly call them, but the little expressions that the seats give, like when you win a race and mm-hmm. he like bows his head and, and looks like he's all like cocksure or, or yeah. if you fail and the seat like bangs itself, like he's supposed to be banging his head, like against the track. Like it's, mm-hmm. they get an incredible emotional range out of a freaking unicycle seat. Yeah, no, I, I, I would agree with that is that, you know, when <laughs> I get, and, and I could tell you for sure that, that they, that they did a good job with this because the first race that I lost um, you know, I cross, you cross the finish line and the other, the, the other unicycle, um, is, you know, doing it's like little like dance. And then, you know, like you, you like sulk. And I was mad at the unicycle. I was yeah. like, hey, come at me, bro. Like, no, you want to, you, you want to taunt me like that, man. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm, I'm, I'm a grown man. I'm going to take you apart. Unicycle. Like, you know, yeah. but, uh, so yeah, so no, they did a really, really good job. Like you said, getting a, somehow a, a, a large it, it's it's kind of like the wally effect you know mm, where it's totally yeah where it's just kind of like you know it's very very simplistic but because it's simplistic it allows a blank slate for you to project emotions on and if they had put a uniformed unicorn on the unicycle then <laughs> <laughs> then it would have just shattered all of that um yeah um <laughs> I'm afraid for the game you're setting up here. Uh, <laughs> so there, there's, and there's some variety to it too, right? There's like three or four like little victory animations and like, a, you know, two or three or four like little failure animations. You know, you, if you, if you're the loser, cause you usually see the loser, whether you're the loser or it's the other racer. So you get to like kind of enjoy both. Mm-hmm. And so like the, the loser like falls over or like bangs their, their head or they like hang their, or their seat. They like hang their seat in shame head should we just say head (laughs) yeah it's it's their head (laughs) yeah um and and, you know like the the winner has like a little spinny dance and a little like i don't know how to describe this but like a little like i'm so badass kind of like arm pumping dance um and and like a bow right like there's it's it's weirdly expressive and then during the race the the way the wheel deforms into more of an oval the faster you're going and like the seat gets kind of like flatter and like stretched out the faster you're going, like almost uh very reminiscent of like the Roadrunner, like that yep. stretched out like long circles. Um mm-hmm. but it's a friggin' unicycle. Like you wouldn't expect <laughs> to like emotionally identify with like, yes, I the sentient unicycle am going very fast. Yes, yeah. I the sentient unicycle am very excited that I won this insane geometric candy cane race. Like and and yet this this emotion is very clearly conveyed like it's it's sort of a triumph no it's 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 really it's really well done um i definitely think the visuals for 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 visual sake are are very good and very solid and i think that um as as odd as this sounds like that the sonic team could probably like use <laughs> to go back and because you know this delivers on that aesthetic of because at one point you know like the unicycle like you said it's like leaning forward and it's got like the the the, the wheel and in in the animation of the wheel does change a little bit because it goes from just you kind of being able to see the spokes to like just a white 
mm. kind of full because the folks are moving so fast that it's just like a blur kind of you know um and yeah like all that sort of stuff I, at one point i remember in the back of my head my mind going like gotta go fast gotta go fast <laughs> you know and, and so i was just yeah no it just it completely delivers on that um visuals in service of gameplay i thought were kind of hit or hit or miss um for a couple reasons so to to for one of the the misses that i thought and i, I don't know whether this is you want to like like this lands on the shoulders of gameplay or visuals but i thought that they did a lackluster job of telegraphing obstacles you know so oh, oh yeah no there's a whole section in my notes about that <laughs> <laughs> so just to speak of it from it and we can get into it from a mechanic standpoint later but like just from a visual standpoint you know it wasn't until after i got landmined by something that i could recognize what it was even if i knew so there's uh what would it be taffy bubblegum glue what is it there's yeah uh yeah let's go with taffy i like taffy because candy cane track yeah. Taffy, yep. taffy trap. Yep, it's candy, bubblegum, and taffy. Exactly. <laughs> um, so yeah, so you hit that and it slows you down. You know, like just any tar effect does in a racing game. Um, so, and it's purple, which is good. It's it's purple. It does pop out. So I, I could recognize that, but it, it was just more so a. It, once it happened, it had already happened to me. You know, so by the time I could see it, even though they did make the visual pop, it was already happening. So. Um, yeah, so that that kind of uh, I didn't I didn't really care for that. I thought that that was a, a hard miss on the the visuals and surface of gameplay. Well, and and so this is uh, I mean I'm burying the lead a little bit because there's no way to talk about this mechanically without talking about it visually. But I don't know if I've ever played another racing game that was side on, mm. right? Like you're looking yeah. at the profile of the unicycle as opposed to like over the shoulder of the racer, and that means that you have no friggin' idea what is about to happen. So, right. and there's no map. So you end up in this weird place where the visuals can't indicate to you in any super strong way what's about to happen. Like there's some patterns you start to learn like, oh, there's, you know, this little like bump usually indicates that I have like a long fall. So I'm going to be able to do like more tricks or this, you know, indicates that I'm going to flip over backwards and do whatever. But I, I was trying to, and and this may be in there, I did not spend enough time trying to decode it, but the only thing I can think of is that the candy cane striping may be indicative of what's about to happen. So, like, mm. if it's blue and red, it's about to be, you know, a 180-degree loop. If it's, you know, green and yellow, it's going to be bumps. If it's whatever, whatever, it's going to be whatever. And And I don't... I'm I'm not positive that that's the case, but I have like a strong feeling that it is. But even if that's true, that's not that much better than having to memorize the track because now right. I have to learn this giant vocabulary of like, okay, there's eight different color combinations that are coming at me at a thousand miles an hour. So when I see these colors, I have to remember like, oh crap, that means this is about to happen, which is, I mean, better, but marginally better. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, and and actually, uh, um, extra credits did a video that um, I and I meant to review it before uh, before we did the podcast, but uh, but I didn't. Um, <laughs> but you, basically, you, you flubbed on research, dude. I know, right? Just mind blown. Um, <sighs> to be fair, my mind was already blown from the 
the you know unicorn unicycles, right? The um, uniquely uniformed unicorns on unicycles. Yes, very unique, in fact. <laughs> Sorry, I'm I, I'm I'm just keeping a list of all of the descriptors. We're we're. we're... <laughs> Um, so all this is true, uh, but no, but basically that there's like three types of gameplay is that there's plan practice and improvise, right? Okay. So basically the idea is that planned gameplay would be something like magic, the gathering, right. To where, you know, the rule set and you know, like, um, like all the different things that can happen. Or I guess chess, chess would be a better example of plan. Like, you know, where all the pieces are. You know what you you can do, what all the pieces do, and then you 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 plan what you're going to do, right? Mm. Practice gameplay is when you um you literally you don't you don't have any of that information. So <laughs> basically, basically what you have to do is is do the thing over and over again until you've practiced it to the point to where you know exactly what to do in what order. You know, okay. so there's no so, telegraph. So I'm thinking like a, a rhythm game. Like Guitar right. Hero, yeah. Exactly. And then Improvise is like, it's not a direct mixture of the two, but it's kind of um, a, a mix of the two. So a, an example, and I and I may be getting this wrong, but like an example would be like Mario, you know, to where you can kind of plan stuff out, but then things can like happen last minute that you have to like improvise around, you know? Okay. Um. So this to me, I was getting frustrated with it until I realized that this just falls strongly into the practice category, mm-hmm. you know? Where it's like you've got to you've got to memorize the track. You just have to. And I know this is straying into mechanics, but like you just have to memorize it. You know, like once once I like each track, like once I, I was like, okay, remember it's 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 like Simon. It's kind of a little bit like Simon in the sense that where it's just kind of like like up down left right up down 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 left right left right. Like those are these are the orders in which I need to hit the buttons. You know. Yeah. So in that sense, you know, like once I realized that I was a little bit less harsh on the visuals and service of the mechanics because they're not in my, hopefully in my opinion, they're not supposed to telegraph. You're supposed to memorize the track. You right. know? And I guess my problem with that is I can't think of another racing game where that was the case. And that, right. that also doesn't feel I, like I, I suspect there's a reason I can't think of another racing game like that because <laughs> when you sit down to play a racing game, even a game like this, which is has more in common with like kart racing games where there's no weapons, but you like do tricks and tricks make you go faster, you know. Right. So it's like uh, the '90s had a lot of like skateboard racing games and inline skating racing games and bike racing games and unicycles in space racing games and like. That was, they were just looking for another, like, what's a rad, you know, racing thing we can do. And, and I get that, but I just, when I think of a racing game, I don't think of like Simon, like yeah. my, my head is in a very different place. And, and because of the weird side on camera, you have to play that way. And, and even, like I said, even if the candy cane striping is telegraphing the information, it's telegraphing it in a way that's somewhat opaque and is given to you in such quick succession that it is almost the same as just memorizing the track. So it's kind of like, right. well, you know, yeah. if you, if you gave me a leg up, you gave me the smallest leg up you possibly could. <laughs> and the, the other thing about the graphics that I, I really want to make sure I got your opinion on, cause I suspect it's basically the same is, um, if you like the way one track looks, you're going to love them all. Cause Holy crap, they're identical. Like pretty much everything, yeah. every track in every, um, cup yeah kind of <laughs> they're animals 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I noticed. Cause I, I mean, to be fair, you know, Mario Racing has like the star cup, but they are still cups. Yeah, like, there's no cups. They're just cups with like, shapes on them. <laughs> Speedy and yeah. oh, I forget all the weird names the, they there's, had. There's like a turtle, there's snail, turtle, hedgehog, frog. That sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. It's all, it's all, dude, it's, it's, it's LSD all the way down. Yeah, man. Pretty, just... pretty much. Yes. Um, so, <laughs> but, but anyway, like across, they all look virtually identical. Like the, the background is like geometric shapes. The tracks have all the candy cane striping. The music yeah. is the same from, let's just call them cups, from cup to cup. Like there's no, there's really no clear distinction of, and there there isn't even like that steep of a difficulty curve from cup to cup. Like there, there might as well just be 20 tracks. There's really no right. reason to delineate them in that way other than that's like a racing thing to do. But when right. you have ubiquitous, uniquely uniformed unicorns on unicycles, I don't know why <laughs> I'm, I'm, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do better than that. <laughs> I don't, I don't know why you would like force in this other racing trope where you're like, Oh, well you got to have cups. And it's like, no, you don't. We have, we're unicycles in space. Like we, you don't have to do anything. Nothing makes sense. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I definitely agree that the the visuals are, I don't want to say like static, but like they they're no, not static they're not is varied. a good word for it. <laughs> they just they're just not varied. I mean, like like you said, I mean, again, you know, you you want to know Uniracers, just Google the artwork and it does what it says on the because I mean, like basically that that picture, it's like and that and that is all of the tracks, you know, yeah. and you can also like pick different unicycles, you know. Yeah, I mean, they're colored differently. Yeah, they're colored differently. But I mean, I think that's it, right? There's no mechanical difference. It's just that. Oh, the, no, it's just, it's just colors. Yep. Just so, I mean, basically, that's kind of it is that, you know, it's just some of the colors change sometimes, uh, you know, and that's and that's it. Aside from that, you're just going around with universally, ubiquitously unique, uniformed unicorns on unicycles. Well done. Although I'm gonna, I I just need to point out to the the folks at home. I did mine from memory, and I just totally saw you read that off piece of paper. Oh yeah, yeah, no, no, <laughs> I, I told you, I'm writing. <laughs> um. So, anything else on graphics? Are you ready for audio? Uh, my my one final note on graphics because we've already touched on it two or three times is literally I've got you know the notes that we've covered, but my first note is rad. <laughs> <laughs> They're rad, man. <laughs> Some it, rad graphics. It, it really game's rad. It's just it's <laughs> dripping with late eighties, early nineties, like, and and oh, it, yeah. it it's not. I wouldn't go so far as to call this like what your mom thinks is cool, like the no. the way a twelve year old in a sitcom would complain because their mom got them what's his name's putting challenge. Like, it's not that, but it it's about as close to that as you can get like yeah this is very genuinely 90s in a lot of weird ways where it's it's the 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 3d like the really crappy super nintendo 3d the totally wacky premise and yeah and i mean and we're about to talk about the music which is like the most vanilla rock music it's mm -hmm. so generic and and that's the thing is that honestly and and you know we we can do some like work on this and check the show notes. I'm curious like <laughs> how much money was spent in development of this game because I think that would color my opinion of it a little bit more. Because 
it seemed like that the, whoever made this, they they weren't just going for like a cash grab, like like in the sense that this isn't the toe jam and Earl pa- panic on on funk your mom. <laughs> this is you know, this this is clearly like some some care and 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 energy. Like I imagine somebody who likes unicycles, you know, and 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 tricks and all those sort of stuff, you know, made this game. But that being said, uh, it does seem like just somebody hammered this game out on a week in a weekend, you know, like all the visuals are pretty uniform and as a result of the music's uniform. So it's just somebody was like, I just, I just, it, it, it's almost like this person made this game for themselves. And somebody was like, eh, just sell it too. You know, it, it does. It feels very indie small team and, and not yes. in like a, not like a, Oh, it's bad because it was done by a small team. Like there's lots of solo developed games that are phenomenal and there's lots of triple a huge budget games that suck but mm-hmm. but it, it does feel like you know if you'd had more more money more people more resources like maybe you would have varied the backgrounds a little bit but since you only had one artist they couldn't spend any more time on the backgrounds like maybe if you'd had more than one musician or or if your your visual artist was also your musician they, <laughs> they could have spent more time and written because i think there's i checked like i'm pretty sure there's literally only four music pieces like there's there's the well i mean not counting like the title music but there's there's like four songs that just play on a loop so and and literally on a loop so like if you go into a race and you then leave that cup and go into a different cup in a different like the eighth race down or whatever like you will get the exact same song you would have gotten if you had just gone to the next i checked like, like it's yeah like they just play the you know three four five songs just on a continuous loop yeah no i mean and and again like my note for that is just you know just rock i mean it's just it's just generic rock music right um and and i mean it's it's it okay so it doesn't clash like to me it, it this this falls under the category and we've used it before it's just innocuous you know it's, it's not it's not bad. It's not, it, it doesn't clash with the theme. Like it didn't, but I, I couldn't, I couldn't possibly hum it for you. If you, you know, gun to my head, like I just, don't. Oh no, not at all. And and that's actually, um, a little bit of a, a bummer. Cause the, the songs are actually pretty okay. Like yeah. they're when you, cause they're very like fast and, and upbeat and like kind of heavy on the, the like, wah, wah, sort of like super Nintendo guitar sound. So it's, you know, a race starts and you're like, yeah, this is serious. These, you know, unicycles in space. Like, like I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm in it. Like I want to win this race and it's intense and my adrenaline's pumping, but they're, they're definitely not memorable, nor do I think they're trying to be. I mean, it's background music. Um, yeah. And yet it's like, could you not have written? I mean, it's such generic vanilla rock. Like, could you not done like seven or eight of them? Did you really have to stop at like four? Yeah. And I mean, <clears throat> I think that's kind of like what it is, is that, you know, it's uh, it's it, I mean I think you you really hit the nail on the head at the very beginning, which is this this game is and I mean this lovingly junk food, yeah. you know. So I mean it's not and 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 I mean I I love potato chips. Potato chips are delicious, <laughs> you know. So I mean, but this this is that. So I mean it'd be <laughs> it'd be like if all of a sudden you're like just sitting there, you know, like 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 just eating jelly beans, and then somebody threw a chili pepper in there. Like that's not you don't want that. <laughs> you know, you just want. The jelly beans but you know you're just kind of like well maybe like 
you know, like maybe maybe I want some like different, you know, maybe not just like the red and the green, like maybe not just cherry and apple, like maybe maybe a couple couple of other ones in there. But I'd rather have that than be eating it and then get the whatever the because with the jelly beans where you would the, eat like a brown the, one and the, it would taste the, like peanut butter and death. Yeah. Or or are you do you realize you're dancing around Birdie Bots every flavor beans? Yeah, because, <laughs> I, because I was thinking about the jelly belly beans. But yeah, basically yeah. it's the same. Yeah, yeah, or or <laughs> popcorn. Bad. I had a friend, I think in high school, who oh, loved loved the, the popcorn yeah. jelly beans, and I'm pretty sure that person went on to become a serial killer. Because, yeah, I just I oh, don't dead. know how you can like the taste of cold waxy popcorn. <laughs> no, I mean like I, I actually have a complete list here of people who liked the popcorn jelly bean, and it's serial killers and communists. Yeah, just all and the way it, down. And, and it's <laughs> worth noting though that that is a complete list. <laughs> 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 So if you liked this, you're one of those two things. Yes, yes this is a comprehensive set. <laughs> so I, I did, uh, separate from the music, which is like really, it's fine. It's whatever, there's music. Um, I did feel like they actually put a fair amount of attention into the sound effects because each yes. sound effect is unique and communicates whatever that thing is. So like, the wipeout sound effect is only used when you wipe out the mm-hmm. um, the trick. Like you got points, you're gonna go faster now. Sound effect is only used when you successfully complete a trick. The um, the the uh, the sticky the taffy noise is only mm-hmm. used when you go through. And there are no other obstacles. That's weird, right? That there's only one obstacle. There's, uh, but like the the sticky taffy noise is only used when you go through the sticky taffy and. In terms of like how the sound effects service the gameplay, not only are you being having information communicated to you about your performance, but the other racer also generates those sound effects. So if the other mm-hmm. unicycle goes through the taffy and they're ahead of you, that's like a little bit of a heads up, like, hey, taffy coming up. Like yep. just thought you should know. Or like if they're yep. just landing like trick after trick after trick. So they are accelerating away from you because they're just killing it. Like you hear that when they are successfully hitting tricks. So like the sound effects I felt like were actually giving me a huge amount of information, but in a way that was very consumable because it's like here's these five sounds, you need to know what they mean, and and that's all they'll ever mean, ever. Yes. And I would definitely say, and we've mentioned before, but because this game is 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 based on speed you gotta go fast right um like when you wipe out the visual of wiping out like happens and it goes away super fast right because yeah. if there was a huge visual lag that would be frustrating and, and clashing with the game one of the game's core aesthetics right yeah, so every time you crashed into a wall in a sonic game even though you just stopped and there was no penalty didn't you feel like the world had ended because you were like ah i'm yes yeah. i'm not moving all of a sudden <laughs> I'm not going fast. I need to go fast. Um, so, so yeah. So the fact that you know that they have a sound to convey that information as well, I think, was super helpful. Like you said, like I, I, I never, especially because, like for example, one of the ways, one of the tricks you can do is just like a, a front flip, right? And if you don't like, there's a, a sweet spot of where you can land that, you know. And if you land it, then you get the you landed it, you know, noise. And if you duff it and like because you're a little too far forward you get the wipe out noise, you know, and visually those two things don't look that different because it's a, a, a gradient, you know? And so you don't know necessarily if you're like near the line, like which side you fell on, but the, the audio absolutely lets you know. So. Yeah. And, and you do um, the, the, 
there's like a word that flashes on screen for the trick that you completed or it says wipe out. Um, and tricks always make you go faster. That is their, their purpose because there's no right. score really. So you gotta go fast. So yep. <laughs> you want to do as many tricks as you possibly can without wiping out so that you can maintain the highest possible top speed. And the, the little visual you get of like, Oh, I completed a roll. And now like I'm leaning a little bit more forward. And like, now I did a twist and now I'm like a little bit more forward. And like the tires a little bit more elongated. And every time you land a trick, you get like a little like trick noise. There's like a little yeah. chime, I guess. So like you can see it, you can hear it. Like it's, I think this is why the fact that they chose this weird side on camera in the era of four by three aspect ratio is so frustrating because everything else the game does is simple and communicated to you clearly, Mm, except the freaking track, which like you need to know, (laughs) like that's information I need to have. And there's no way they could really communicate that auditorily. Like it'd be weird if they were like bump coming up. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I mean, they could like have you know like some, you know, audio cue that happens before the thing happens, you know. But sure. that that'd be clunky and I, possibly. I mean, it could probably be done well. But again, I think that basically, honestly, the feel I get from this game is just there's a you know unicorn unicycle enthusiast, and he just. <laughs> just really love those unicycles and just like this 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 definitely like you said it feels like to me and it's probably not it may be this like soulless creation from like a bunch of people (laughs) in the boardroom but it feels like literally just a guy and just really loved trick based games you know like tony hawk and all that sort of stuff although i don't think tony hawk was a thing yet Um, uh no but there were games there were skatey, skatey tricky games that went on to inspire tony hawk right so i mean like just Love the, those types of games. Really like it was like, oh, I want to do one, but with unicycles. And and that's what it was. Uh, the, the one other note I have for for sound is just the the sounds. So not only are the different sounds, you know, they, they are different. They're very stark. Right. But like each. Of, and this is something I don't think they, I don't know if we discussed it before, but each of the sounds are good at conveying the tone of the thing that happened, you know. Mm. So like the mm-hmm. wipeout sound is it makes this kind of like you know like it's 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 not horrible but it's unpleasant you know whereas like the the you you landed the trick sound is like it's it's like like you said it's almost like chimes you know but it's pleasant you know and so they did a good job you know like because i liked i actually liked hearing the trick sound effect hearing it was satisfying you know which is good because you need to hear that noise as much as possible (laughs) right and and so that's the thing is that you know if the even if the noise was just kind of like a you know like like a light car horn going like me me you know like something <laughs> like that you know like I, that would get annoying you know and so i'd be like i would then i would try to land just enough tricks to keep going fast but i every time i could land a trick i did it if for no other reason then i was like i, li- I like this noise it's fun noise it's neat. Well, and there's there's a tiny bit of variance so like if you land a flip or a twist or a z flip like it is a slightly different chime noise so if you couldn't read and you would like and you weren't looking at the unicycle when it landed, you could actually learn like, oh, that means a twist was just landed. That means a Z flip was just landed. And again, if you have just incredibly good memory, you could start to say like, oh, okay, I just heard my opponent land 
a flip, which means they probably just went off of a ramp or they went off of like a 180. And I don't think that would help you in a specific way where it's like, oh, okay, I know they just did a flip, so this is what I need to be prepared to do. But it, it does kind of indicate like, well, if they did a flip and not a twist, they probably weren't upside down because like the 180 you know, loop thing leaves you upside down. Like you have to flip right. or roll. So there's like, well, if they didn't do a twist, then they probably <laughs> were upside down and they needed to write themselves. So like maybe after a lot of repeated gameplay, you'd start to internalize those sound effects the same way you could potentially internalize the colors. If I'm right in my theory about the colors matching up. <laughs> um, but it, I don't know. That all just seemed like, I don't. I can't imagine indulging in junk food with enough regularity to start to internalize the sound effects that way, and also enjoying that. Like, right. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. if if you eat that much junk food, like you've started to internalize it in a dangerous and unhealthy way. Yeah. No. I mean, you you, you don't become a connoisseur of junk food and also <laughs> like like run a five k. Like, those are not two. Yeah things that you generally see in the same person no um and and actually though i did um unless you have some some other things to say about the audio that that what you said uh leads into a note that i have about the mechanics um which is basically that i feel that this this game it's i agree it's junk food i think it's junk food for us you know and specifically because i don't know about you but trick based games is just not really my i don't really care you know, just, <laughs> I, to be fair, I also don't care in real life. You know, I mean, I, I remember in high school, I had a friend of mine and he was just really into doing that kind of stuff, like tricks with skateboards, tricks with, you know, mm. rollerblades. And I remember at one point, I'm pretty sure I saw this from somewhere. I can't remember where, but like, he was like, oh yeah, check this out. And he like jumped up and he did this like kind of grind along the thing, you know, and like <laughs> kind of fell off, but he like duffed it a little bit. And, and, and I looked at that and I was like, I cannot imagine spending the time to develop the skills required without a clearer understanding of who's going to be impressed. You know, <laughs> it's just, it, it just, it takes so much time and energy to get good at stuff like that. And just the, the, the time and energy into awesome looking out is just not, it's not my bag. But that being said, I do think that this is a game where if you were willing to dump hundreds of hours into it, you could really, hone it to being like like being really good at it you know like impressively good i think that's probably true which i have to admit is kind of what it's like to ride a unicycle <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like riding a unicycle with even i mean because it's it's a it, it's a high entry right like just yeah. literally riding one at all is hard and then being good at it is you know, orders of magnitude harder. And then being able to do like complicated tricks is orders of magnitude harder than that. So like, I don't, maybe the, the, the game, all of the gameplay choices are in service of being as realistic to what it is like to be an expert unicyclist <laughs> as possible. Maybe like, maybe we're the plebeians and this is actually, this isn't junk food. It's, it's, uh, it's like how poor people used to eat tripe and then mm. they didn't have to eat tripe anymore. So tripe became like high class food. <laughs> <laughs> or wasn't there, there like an old parable where, you know, um, refined like white rice was, you know, for the royalty and, you know, because, and then like, like 
brown rice, you know, because it was like considered like there was like given to like the peasants because but it's like, no, wait, that's the brown rice is like way better for you. Something like that, you know, like, Oh, there, there's all sorts of, um, dietary things throughout history. Like sugar used to be used as a freaking currency and salt, but now like junk food is full of sugar and salt. <laughs> like it's, it's, we've completely flip flopped in, in both directions, like high class to low class and low class to high class. It's humans are funny like that, but I am actually starting to wonder like, is, are we wrong? Like, is this game, is are the things we find annoying about this game intentional design choices because the lone developer i'm i'm now going to believe this game was built by one person yeah the, the lone developer who <laughs> built this like lovingly crafted it to be as in the spirit of the real thing as they could and they totally hit the mark so now i'm just I, I'm picturing, you know, like, uh, like, you know, like you, you see the computer, you know, like the, and, and, and like, like you see like the programming language, you know, like being like typed across it. Right. And then the camera like slowly pans back and there's just a unicorn, like balancing on a unicycle, like typing out the code. <laughs> <laughs> be like, Oh, this game's the best. You know, <laughs> like, like... <laughs> see, I went to like a much, uh, like sadder, like kind of dark place with it because i'm imagining like the cameras behind the computer monitor and it like pans around like you hear the typing and it pans around and it's just the sentient unicycle banging <laughs> banging the seat against the the keys and then it sits up and stops and it's like finally my story will be told <laughs> <laughs> but it has like this really deep like james earl jones voice you know like... oh, yeah. no it, it's it's totally got to be like the uh, it's like that episode of Star Trek where they like take over Picard's mind just to like give him a history lesson. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so, so tangent. Um, just because you mentioned Star <laughs> Trek, and, and I, this this was like one of the funniest things I had heard recently. Uh, I was speaking with uh, we were playing video games, and um, and uh, we were talking about the episode where uh, Picard, you know, basically. Uh, you know, lives an entire life, right? You know, yeah, so what I'm talking about, where the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. probe, okay, like, beams, sure. yeah, 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 I'm on the same one. So, um, and I, and I always say, like, you know, that's how you know that Picard was the best captain because he then got up and went back to work, you know, like, he didn't, like, he just got up and, like, finished out his shift. And then Frank was like, So, can you imagine how hard it is to call out sick on the Enterprise after <laughs> Picard went through that? Like how insufferable he'd be. You know, Farika was like, I don't know, I'm just I'm just not feeling too hot. It's like, oh, I'm sorry. Did you live an entire life and have to like remember your children even though they were never born or existed? No. Then get to work. Yeah. Well, I mean, he Picard, like, if <laughs> if in the last season he became like a serial killer, that would have been totally believable because the amount of mental abuse that man suffers is just unreal. I mean, oh, yeah. he, he becomes a Borg and then un unbecomes a Borg. Like he lives the, which I think is, is far and away the worst thing to ever happen to a character in Star Trek. The, I would agree with the, that. The yeah, probe live an entire life thing. Like, Oh my God. It's, it's such a good episode though, but it's like, it's so horrible. Um, he, uh, Oh God, what's, uh, he gets tortured. The four lights mm -hmm. thing. Like dude is tough. Like yeah. I, I would never be able to complain to him. Like, could you imagine going to him with like a dispute between you and a peer? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, 
you know, oh, I think we should do this plan and I think we should do this other plan. And then Picard would just be like, well, you know what I think we should do? Not let the Borg win. It's like, <laughs> well, or, or, you know, it's like, you go up to him and say, I'm sorry to, to bring this to your attention, sir, but, but Jet keeps using my coffee mug and it's, you know, and it's like, but, um, but the, so but the Borg the were end, not allowed to name their coffee mugs. But the end of that whole thing was somebody said, you know, like, well, well, so how do you call out? And, or, or no, uh, uh, one person said, uh, you know, well, like they can heal bones all the time, like automatically, like how, um, you know, like what, what will even constitute calling out sick? And then Frank, without missing a beat, just said, like, I think that you're not allowed to, you're all, you're not allowed to call out sick if you can tell how many lights there are. <laughs> <laughs> And so, anyways, and so we can come back to universes, but that was like one of the best Star Trek like conversations I had recently. Yeah, I think um, I just have to posit this thought to you, and then I swear to God, we'll stop. Um, yeah, right. I think in a universe of near perfect health, where like things like broken bones can be fixed almost immediately or over a matter of like a couple of hours, all of your sick time would be what we think of as like mental health days. Like no one ever calls out with a cold because colds are magically cured, of course, but like you're under a lot of stress and you just don't want to go to work. So you're like, yeah. I'm going to take today off work. Cause if I go to work, I would do a bad job. Yeah. So anyway. You just, yeah. You just take the day off and then you just go and find a video game that enslaves the entire, you know, ship. Yeah. And that yeah. brings us back to video. Games. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the, I, I want to specifically call out the controls is a separate thing from the mechanics because the controls are really tight to the point of actually denying reality. So, <laughs> so when you like, if you, a human being, if you jumped up and turned over in the air forward, like, you know, you bent over forward, you've done a front flip. If mm -hmm. you, if you jumped up and went over backwards, and landed on your feet, you did a backflip, right? right. And and That's your yeah, and your orientation doesn't matter. It's the way you rotated that matters. Mm -hmm. Uniracers has no such illusions. Mm -hmm. If if you spin to the right, you did a roll, and if you spin to the left, it's I may be confusing them, but right. if, if you so, spin yeah. one way, you do a roll. If you spin the other way, you do a flip. Period. Yes. So if like and that that's just that like if you're rotating backwards but you're spinning to the left it's a let's say a roll if you're rotating uh forwards and it's it's like that i kind of love that like <laughs> I, I i love that the controls are like this button makes you twist and it's always a twist this button makes you go forward and it's always forward but it's not an accelerator you literally hold right so, right. like, you want to go right, you hold right. You want to go left, you hold left. You want to roll, you press the roll button. Doesn't matter which way the character is spinning, this button makes you roll. This button yeah. makes you flip. Like, <laughs> I, I kind of, I really admire the consistency of the controls. Like, nothing ever tricks you. Nothing ever behaves differently. It is always, you know, if you want to go left, you press left. You want to twist, you press the twist button. Like, it's, it's kind of, it fits in with the insanity of trying to memorize all of this other, the sounds and the tracks and the visuals and all this other stuff. Cause it's like, you don't really have to think about the controls. They're not complicated. Yeah, no, the, the, the controls are, are not complicated. Um, and I think that, so one of the main things with this is, you know, 
doing tricks on the unicycle, right? Um, and so I thought that uh, I, I'm kind of I'm a little conflicted because because it's a racing game most of the time, right? Because there are the, the there are stages where basically your job is to do tricks. Yeah, I think every cup has one track where you are by yourself and you have to get a minimum trick score to proceed. Correct. So um, I actually really enjoyed those tracks because I thought that, um, you know, because I, I wanted I wanted to be able to do more tricks, you know. Um, but the, th the thing is that, you know, if you or, or cooler tricks, you know, because there's definitely a lot of times, especially when you're just like slamming forward, your best bet is to just keep rolling or tumbling or whatever they call it. But, you know, like just you just do that same one over and over and over and over again, because that's the one you can do like the maximum number of times, or at least that yeah. was my experience. Yeah, uh, um, the the roll roll slash flip like or twist you can do from a regular jump. Right. So if you're on a long straightaway, you just do that over and over so that you can go faster. <laughs> Gotta go fast. Yeah. Gotta go fast. But, uh, but you know, and so then there are times where you're thrown up into the air because the track, like, you know, drops out from underneath you or whatever. And that was, and that would be the time to do, like, some of the really cool, awesome tricks. Mm -hmm. Comes in on telegraph that, you know? So <laughs> unless you have the track memorized, which I, to be honest, I didn't play the game enough to memorize any of the tracks um, because I have self-respect. But, uh... <laughs> So, <laughs> um, but no, so, so, you know, so I, I didn't get to do a whole lot of tricks except for the couple of stages where that was your sole goal, you know? Yep. Um, and so that was a little disappointing, uh, you know, in, in, in my own like thought, because, you know, it, it was a little, it, 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 was, it took me a little bit longer than I'd like to admit to realizing that you could do more than just roll forward and roll backwards. You could like twist on an axis. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah. You, you can mix and match. Yeah. Yeah, and all that. Stuff. But then once I found that, I was like, "Oh man!" And then I just got my lunch ate on the next stage after I found that out because I tried to do so many dumb things. But again, I think potentially a good corollary for actual, you know, unicycling because it's just kind of like, "Oh yeah, man, I just learned this trick." And then you see somebody do a really awesome trick, and you're like, "Well, time to go break all my bones trying to do that." So, <laughs> man, that looked easy. I'll bet I could do that. Oh god, my bones. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I noticed. Uh, like a, a weird mechanical thing in racing games is rubber band physics. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I don't know if this game has really good rubber band physics or if I'm just barely good enough to be successful because <laughs> every race I lost, unless I just completely duffed it and like gave up the ghost, but like every right. race I lost, I lost by like a second or less. And every race I won, I won by like a second or less. Like, all of my times were, I mean, realistically speaking, never more than three seconds plus or minus. Like, right. every friggin' race is like neck and neck photo finish. Yeah, I, I definitely think that it's rubber band physics because um, I feel like we actually, the game does give you some data to support that because at the end of every race, and I kind of loved this, um, <laughs> you get a graph. You get a graph of your time versus the other person's time and uh the, the groupings on those like you said like it's, there were definitely some where i was just kind of like oh yeah you know like like the 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 delta between me and the other person was so stark because i'm like yeah because i i screwed up pretty bad you know right. aside from that normally the 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 grouping's pretty tight although <laughs> one like like complaint that i had was just you know at first i was like oh kind of cool like like they, they gave you a nice little graph like that's kind of neat 
That's neat. Um, why don't you scale your x-axis, you <laughs> animal? You just what? Like it's always grouped like all the way like over in the edge. And it wasn't until like I got you know like four or five races into it, where I'm like, oh, okay. So there are some where you have more than three laps, and then it will like plot out more but just scale your x-axis man you know just like what 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 what, what, what are we living in like the 1700s like this is <laughs> this is okay <laughs> yeah the, yeah the the data visualization leaves a lot to be desired and i and to be fair i should have brought that up in visuals but that's my number one complaint <laughs> about visuals was that graph is not visually appealing it does not represent the data well yeah no it it also the fact that the it's so tightly clustered is evidence that you should be more tightly zoomed in on that so that like if the biggest difference was between like lap two instead of lap one or lap three or lap four and lap three or whatever like being able to see that zoomed in like oh notably i did better on the second lap whereas when all the data looks like shotgun like blasted into, <laughs> into the upper left quadrant of the graph it's like well i won I guess like, I mean, I know I took first out of two, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean like, and, and, and also too, um, like there was always, and, and this may just be me just not, not cause I didn't pay super close attention, but on that graph, like there was always a line, you know? Yeah. I don't know what the line means. I don't know either. I was kind of hoping you, hoping you did. <laughs> I m best guess it's, it's your, you're like average? No, because no, because it's like a million miles away. Yeah, no, so average doesn't make any sense. I don't know, no idea. Maybe maybe that's like some kind of like embarrassment line. Like if, <laughs> if any of your data points fell below this line, stop playing. Yeah, yeah, or or maybe it's like a like the because I know that like maybe it's like the 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 track's current record maybe. Oh. Yeah, I don't think that's it, but <laughs> I could I, something. You, yeah, okay, okay, sure. Tracker. Could. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> so so the thing is, like, when I saw the graph, I was just like, oh, neat, a graph. Like, I I I'm a nerd. I like graphs, you know. But then, like, the, I guess it was just like one of the things. You, you know what it, it was? Is it was like somebody singing a song that you love, but just hitting the wrong, <laughs> like like a sharp note, you know? But it's in the chorus. And so, you know, it's just like, like every time I was like, yeah, all right, this, this graph is cool. Cool. I like the graph. Well, this is a little off. I, I hate the person for putting a graph in this. This graph is poorly thought out. This is not okay. You know, it's just like, it just kept wearing on me. But yeah, but no, yeah, I, I feel you. So then uh, we, we have to ask, um, how, how did, how did it hold up? How'd this hold up for you? Well, okay, so for me, since I don't have, like, a nostalgia experience myself, um, I think that this game does ex exactly what we said, which is that it it's it's a really good 15-minute play, you know? So, I, and so it's difficult for me to say, like, in my opinion, I would say it doesn't hold up simply because I cannot imagine someone that I would say it's worth spending the money to purchase this game <laughs> for such a short playtime, you know, <laughs> like, like there's, there are better racing games. There's just, so I'm trying to think of like who I would recommend this game to. And there's, there's not anything that this game does that other games don't do better, you know? 
and and you know I'm thinking, even games from that era. Yeah. yeah, and so this is something I'm kind of thinking of that I I don't know if we've ever brought this up in in reviews of other games, but I would say that this doesn't hold up because we no longer live in an era of game scarcity. We live in an mm-hmm. era of like unbelievable game abundance. Yes. So yeah. e- even for someone who is <clears throat> economically disadvantaged and and doesn't, you know, they're not just drowning in video games. Like <laughs> you could go onto the internet on a library computer and just find a random flash racing yeah. game that is probably more fun for zero dollars. Mm-hmm. And and it's not that I mean it's not that this game is irredeemable. It's not even that it's not yeah. fun. It's just when you're asking the question, does it hold up? It's like, well, if you're, you know, your coworker, your friend or whoever it was who has these amazing, you know, memories of this game and still to this day loves this game, then like, yeah, totally. But if you've never played this game before or if like me you haven't played it in 20 years and you're going back to it for the first time, it's like, uh, I don't really want to memorize all this Uniracer's vocabulary that I <laughs> I need to know for these tracks to be fun, right? Because I mean, like I was consistently winning my races even up through like silver and like some of the gold, but but I didn't really feel like I was getting significantly better. I felt like I was always just barely squeaking by and i was like the amount of work i would have to put in to go from barely squeaking by to being good at this game just seems totally unreasonable totally totally unreasonable yes no it's a very very high skill ce- skill ceiling and in, in, in you know like you said like the amount of time you'd have to dump into it to get so good is the amount of time you should be spending eating junk food and and i think to 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 what you said where you know like you said like i've, I've got a friend who you know was just it's like, oh my god, the game was amazing. I love that game. I love that game. I mean, th- it is by definition nostalgia goggles. Like it, <laughs> yes. it, it, it has to be viewed through nostalgia goggles because, like, so like just playing it now, it's not bad. I mean, and I, I think that's the the important difference is most of the games that we've played, they're either good, they either hold up, or they're awful. You know, like, <laughs> and I mean, we played some that are in between, but you know, like generally when we say it doesn't hold up, it's because it's a bad game, and right. this is not bad. This is a bad game. It's just this is the first one I think we've played where it's, it's I'm like it's not a bad game. It's enjoyable. It's just there's so many other games that do everything that this thing delivers on way better. Um yeah, so if, you know if, why if somebody liked this game, I would say like so probably just go play Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Yeah. Like it, just it's this the same kind of vibe. And, yep. and there's only four songs and you're going to be frustrated when you don't get enough tricks in a row. And it's basically the same kind of thing. Yeah. And I think, I think you really hit it on the nail, the nail on the head where, you know, it's like, you could just go to a flash player, pick, you know, just like literally just, if you Googled <laughs> like, you know, like you, you probably even get one with a unicycle aesthetic, you know, <laughs> you probably could. You could probably get one with a unicycle aesthetic where you could swap out like the the unicycle to, you know, like like where you could actually get a rider, but it would be, you know, Link from, you know, like just like you could actually put him. That probably exists. That, that's, you know? that's the next game. That's what we're playing next. Oh, Link Uniracers? <laughs> yeah. Neat. <laughs> the curtain falls. The music plays. The credits roll, then it all fades to black. 
and you're left by yourself. The fanfare is gone. There's no player two there by your side to share victories won. But as you slowly progress down the hall to your bed, a few great events leak back into your head. From the time that you spent traversing the land, battling evil, fighting the darkness, just sword in hand, your memories creep in with the end of a smile. Oh, yeah.